this podcast is being recorded on Wanarua land. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend our respect to any First Nation, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Welcome into the realm of sluts and blood magic, where we work together to remove the taboo around sex, periods and ethical non-monogamy in order to have more fulfilling and pleasurable relationships and lives. I'm your host, Jem Campbell, a pelvic and mental health dietitian, menstrual cycle guide, and sexologist. Before we get into the episode, don't forget to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And of course, share it with your loved ones. Hello, my gorgeous darling angels. How are we all? It's been a hot fucking minute, to say the least. I am back and it's season two, baby. Let's fucking go. Welcome to Blood Slut. If this is your first time here, I really encourage you to go back and listen to 40 plus episodes of season one. This is the first episode of season two, and I'm so excited to be back in your ears. This year, the episodes are also going to be available on YouTube and I will let you know as soon as those are uploaded. So a lot has happened in my life since season one and I know I've released a few eps in between seasons just to let you all know about a few things that I have going on business-wise. I've had workshops, I've had free online masterclasses, I've had new coaching clients, I've had so many things going on and I wanted to update you all on my life in this episode and also update you on what's going on in my business because I have a lot coming in 2024 and I will say I'm taking it a lot slower this year um, which is why it's taken me a few months to get season two going because I really really want to heal and recover from chronic migraine and at least reduce the severity of it so that I can function more and have more quality of life so my migraine physio has said to me I need to stop this pattern of booming and busting if you have chronic pain you might be aware of this it's basically when you have heaps of energy one day and so you do lots of things and then the next day you bust and you feel like shit you don't have any energy you're fatigued and so it's this kind of recurring cycle or pattern of booming and busting and booming and busting it's kind of if you think about a graph it's like the boom's going up real high and then the bust you're like dipping right down and she's like Gem you need to be starting off really gentle and gradually increasing your workload workload in terms of actual work like my business 
and also exercise and social things and just every aspect of my life she's like you need to slow down if you want to get better or at least partially get better you need to slow down so that your body can recover and so that you can decrease you know my cortisol my stress levels all that so that's kind of been my journey (laughs) for the past few months I started seeing her last year and she's honestly been so life-changing for me. She's been incredible. And for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, you should totally do that if you don't. It's at the blood slut and I'm on TikTok as well. I was diagnosed with autism level two last year in October and it's been quite a ride to say the very least. I have been feeling really overwhelmed with not just the diagnosis itself because I already knew I was autistic before the diagnosis like I just knew and my loved ones like yes you're definitely autistic and so it was more just like learning more about autism and learning more about myself and it's been confronting and confusing and draining and I'm still understanding and learning about autistic burnout and really trying to just manage fucking everything and I have been in a migraine attack for like over a week now eight days and it has not really subsided and I am just so fucking exhausted and that's where I'm at today and you know I was gonna go to the um free Palestine protest rally in Newcastle today but I just unfortunately I'm not well enough and that sucked and I cried and I cried because I haven't been able to go to one yet because I've been living up north and there hasn't been any protests up there and you know it is what it is I was like I'll just do some some activism from home um, which is what I usually do anyway so that's all that matters I guess as long as you're doing something We can't all make it to protests, especially disabled folk, and that's okay. (sighs) So, let's start with what I've got going on this year in my business, and then I'll move on to a bit more of a life update at the end. (sighs) My gosh, where do I even fucking start? (laughs) So, last year, I launched the Audi Sanctuary Membership And I wanted to chat to you a little bit today about Audis and what having an Audi is, what an Audi actually is, what an innie is, different types of vulvas, different types of labias, and really give you an idea of whether or not the Audi Sanctuary membership is something that's for you. So I have an Audi and if you're new here, you're probably like, what the fuck? This crazy bitch is on their podcast talking about their pussy flaps. What the fuck? And that's a fair thought. That's a fair statement, honestly. Why the fuck am I talking so publicly about my vulva and my flaps? The reason that I'm so public with it is because there is so much shame and insecurity felt by vulva owners with Audis and certain types of vulvas that needs to be spoken about 
it needs to be educated. We need to be educated on vulva diversity. And a lot of us in high school didn't get comprehensive sex education. It was very abstinence-based, which means it focused on STIs and avoiding pregnancy and contraceptives and it didn't teach us about other things that are really important for us to know such as vulvas <laughs> like we learn about dicks right we're like okay some dicks bend some dicks are small some dicks are big some dicks are circumcised some dicks aren't but what about vulvas in porn most of the vulvas that we see uh, especially in in the past when I was younger, were quote-unquote tidy, neat vulvas. Now, when I say tidy, neat vulva, I'm sure you can picture what I mean, right? I mean vulvas that don't have visible labia minora or inner lips from the outside. So you're looking at someone front on, you can't see their inner lips you can't see their labia minora which are the inner flaps so you know how we have like the outer flaps that are bigger um they're kind of squishy and that's where our pubes grow um that's our labia majora and our labia minora inner flaps are the little ones that are made from that really sensitive tissue and they're full of nerves they're really sensitive they can give us a lot of pleasure, but they can also cause us discomfort and they can also cause us a lot of insecurity due to our lack of vulva diversity education. So when I was 14, around about, I looked at my vulva for the first time with a mirror and I was like, why the fuck? are my inner flaps so big? I didn't even know what they were, right? I didn't know that they were called flaps or a labia minora. I just, I didn't know what the fuck was going on down there because no one had ever told me. Like, obviously we get taught about periods, right? Because, I mean, if they don't tell us about that, we're just going to bleed everywhere and not know what the fuck to do. But I feel like with flaps, like, it's just kind of this unspoken, awkward thing. Like, why is it so easy for us to talk about dicks and so awkward for us to talk about vulvas? You know what I mean? Like, people still say vagina when they're talking about vulvas. Like, babes, it's a vulva. The vagina is inside your body. Your vagina is a canal. It's not visible from the outside of your body. The only thing that you can see is your vaginal opening. Unless you've got a speculum in there and your pussy's all spread and you're about to get a cervical screen or something, then yes, you might be able to see the inside of your vagina from the outside. But your vulva is everything that you see on the outside of your body. Okay, so it's your pubic mound, which is the front part where your, pu where your pubes grow, just below kind of your navel area. 
And then you have your urethra, you have your labia majora, you have your labia minora, you have your clitoris, so your glands clitoris, so that's the head of your clitoris that you can visibly see on the outside of your body. You have your clitoral hood and you have your vaginal opening. That's everything that you can see on the outside. You can't even see all of your clitoris from the outside of your body. That's mostly inside. Most of your clitoris you can't actually see. I know, crazy, right? <laughs> but back to what I was saying about my journey. So I looked at my flaps and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I freaked out and I was like, ew, what the hell? Is there something wrong with me? Why are my flaps so long? Why do they protrude past my labia majora? I was like, what the hell? is going on here what's with these flappy bits of skin hanging from my fucking body like a fucking little ball sack so I didn't say anything to anyone because I was mortified I kept to myself for a long time until I was about 16 and I went to a doctor and I said uh I think I went in for like thrush or something or I thought I had an STI I can't remember and she had to examine me and she was only a young doctor, so I'm assuming she maybe hadn't seen many vulvas. And she laid me down and examined me and she picked up my labia minora, my inner flaps, with her two fingers. And she was like, do you have warts? And I was like, no queen. Like I, you know, obviously knew nothing about anatomy at that point, but I knew that my flaps did not look like warts and I also knew that it was unlikely that I had genital warts because I hadn't really engaged in much sexual activity at that point and I was I can't I dissociated for the rest of that appointment I don't remember what happened I left I was so scared and I think I must have asked my mum to make me an appointment with a women's health nurse now I thought my mum made this appointment for me but she told me the other week she was like no you you wanted me to do that for you and I was like oh okay so it's actually me that took the initiative not surprising there um I've always been very curious about the human body and very on top of my health and when there's something going on I want to avoid avoiding it <laughs> although I did avoid it for a few years but as I got older I started taking these things more seriously and I was obviously also like really scared and I was like I need someone to tell me that this is normal and healthy and that I don't have some kind of weird tumor or growth or something anyway so I saw this women's health nurse and I think I'd already been seeing her for a bit before I brought up the flap thing and I asked her, like, I, I've, I trusted her fully. Like, I felt very safe with her. She was, like, a middle-aged lady. She was so sweet. And I was like, can you please tell me that my vulva is normal? Can you just have a look and tell me? Because this doctor has told me that she thinks it looks like I have warts. And so she looked at me and she said, oh, darling, it's perfectly normal you just have an Audi, you just have a longer labia minora and it's perfectly normal, perfectly healthy, it's all good. And I remember saying to her word for word, I guess I'm just unlucky then. Like how fucking devastating, like how sad is that that I thought I was unlucky 
I thought I was unlucky for having a longer labia minora, which is a perfectly healthy type of vulva. A huge percentage of vulva owners have an outie, just like a massive percentage have innies or a vulva where you can't see the labia minora from the outside. Oh, it was just like so reassuring, but unfortunately that didn't curb my insecurity because as we all know, most of you are probably adults listening to this and have had many insecurities throughout your lives. We know that insecurities take time to heal. Insecurities aren't something that one day you wake up and someone tells you, oh, that's completely healthy and normal. For you to have belly fat, that's completely normal and healthy and you are beautiful just the way you are. That's not necessarily going to make your insecurity about your belly fat just go away. You're not going to wake up one day and be like, ah, yes, I don't actually care about that anymore. Da, 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 get on with your day. Like that's not how it works. And for some people, it might not take that long to heal insecurities. But what I've noticed And I have a theory, okay, about vulva insecurity and how it really manifests. And I would honestly love to do research on this one day. Um, Maybe when I'm like older and I'm like, I don't know, in my research era or something. Um, But I really want to research like, well, well, I'll tell you my theory first, actually. My theory is that vulva owners who have really I'm going to say like more severe vulva insecurity like what I had to the point where I was filled with shame and I was avoiding having sex with the lights on I was getting intrusive thoughts and images of me cutting my flaps off and I wanted a labiaplasty for the sole purpose of altering the appearance of my vulva I would say that's the severe end of insecurity My theory for those people is that most folks who have really negative beliefs about their bodies and insecurities have likely had a fair amount of childhood trauma, potentially have mental illness such as PTSD, BPD, kind of the sorts of mental illness where you're very self-critical your inner critic is very active think even PMDD as well so premenstrual dysphoric disorder and even people who experience PMS as well might be more at risk of experiencing um, these really negative thoughts about their vulva and I just want to say, like, I actually don't know if there's been research done on this and I really highly doubt it. I should really have a look. Um, But this is something that I have just theorized because that makes sense, right? When we think about folks who have insecurities, usually they've been bullied from a young age in school. Think about um, fat kids. Kids who grow up, um, they're fat as a kid, they get bullied for being fat and then 
in adulthood that kind of sticks with them and they really struggle with maybe body body dysmorphia or um, eating disorders or things like that like we know that a lot of the mental illnesses or issues that we have in adulthood especially with our belief systems start in childhood and they start from a really young age and it's really important that we acknowledge that when we're thinking when we're talking about vulva insecurity and shame around our bodies and how they look because that is a key factor to understand in order to heal and this is why I created the Audi Sanctuary membership that I'm going to talk about soon because If we don't understand that core pillar of healing insecurities, we cannot heal our fucking insecurities. (laughs) We need to address childhood trauma and belief systems that were formed when we were kids and teenagers in order to heal our relationship with our vulva. That might sound really crazy to some of you, but honestly... When you think about anything, it always tracks back to that. Um, and I think like for me, I have spoken a little bit about this on the podcast, but I had significant childhood trauma. I grew up in a very violent home and I didn't feel safe. My dad in particular was very critical of me um, and very hard on me in a lot of ways and that was because he wanted to me to be successful it was coming from a good place but it really affected me and I developed a very active very harsh inner critic and I do believe a lot of that is because of uh, his behavior and the way that he spoke to me when I was a child and it also probably comes from my neurodivergent brain a little bit as well and also from the trauma I experienced growing up in a violent household where I didn't really feel safe very often so you know you develop an inner critic to protect yourself and When you have a really active inner critic, you can also develop a really active outer critic. So you can be really critical and judgmental of other people as well as yourself. And you don't need to guilt and shame yourself for that. But it's really important to address and you will notice the more that you love your body and the more that you heal your vulva insecurity, the less judgmental and critical you will be of other people. Because, you know, it's the whole, the whole idea of like, when we are confident in ourselves, we project that outwards. It's like the whole vibrational thing, right? And then we're like, just more accepting of other people, we're more understanding, um, we're more gentle with other people. And so it really like healing something like vulva insecurity ripples out into all parts of your life, into all of your relationships. It doesn't just affect you. It affects everything. It affects your sex life. It affects your romantic and sexual relationships, of course, but it's also going to affect every single other relationship you have with co-workers, you have with, with work colleagues, you have with 
family, you have with friends, you have with acquaintances, literally every relationship you have is going to improve because the more confident you are in yourself, the more you're going to be admitting that confident kind of vibe or vibration and people are going to pick up on that. We're all energetic beings, whether you fucking believe that or not, we are and we're all in tune with energy, whether we're aware of that or not. And so when you're confident and you're radiating that essence, people feel that they're magnetized towards you, they're drawn towards you and you're going to start manifesting really great things in your life. (laughs) And that's why it's so important to heal insecurities. And I was saying on my Instagram story yesterday, I'm not saying that, and we all know this, I would hope, healing an insecurity does not mean the insecurity is going to fully go away. For some people, it might. But for others like me, who have a really deep set insecurity, one that manifested in childhood, that I was directly bullied for by friends and partners for years, then the chances of that fully leaving your life, I would say are pretty low. But for me, like, I started this healing journey about four or five years ago with my vulva and I've come a long, long way, but I do still have periods of relapse and I feel like I'm actually going through one of those right now, which is kind of ironic (laughs) considering the membership, but this is reality and I want to be transparent here. Like I still, like my partner sent me a photo yesterday um, and it was a photo of me like half naked with my pussy out and my leg was like up and so you could fully see just everything and I was like I looked at my pussy and I was like I just had the thought of like oh like that just doesn't look that great you know like it just looks like it's just there's so much flap there (laughs) and the thing is like I, I, the difference between that thought and the thought that I would have used to have is that it's less harsh and it's more curious and observant as opposed to what it would have been before this healing journey, which was thoughts like, oh, it's so ugly. Oh, I hate my vulva. Oh, I can't even look at that. That's disgusting. I can't believe my partner would even find that attractive. Like, yuck. Like, oh, I don't want to look at it. Like, I'd be literally repulsed by it. Like, literally fucking repulsed. (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of like this is like what I mean like this is the difference here between me now and past Jem who was so insecure so it's not that the insecurity goes away it's still kind of there a little bit kind of like a little um a little sprinkle is still there but the way that I responded to that compared to how I used to is incredible I never thought I would get to this point and I have done this all by myself 
with the help of my sexology degree a little bit and having a beautiful supportive partner always helps as well but you see the difference between those two things like me just observing and being like okay like there's a lot of flap there that's a that's kind of a confronting photo it's very revealing everything's out compared to me beating myself up for how my body looks and I feel like approaching insecurities with curiosity is so healing and life-changing it's paramount to healing and insecurity so in the Audi Sanctuary membership I not only support you through zoom sessions once a month I also give you access to an entire library of healing resources and materials and these include guided meditations reprogramming tracks pre-recorded affirmation tracks which you can listen to over and over and over again every day if you want to drill it into your head You also get access to a bunch of PDFs with educational information and journal prompts as well, which are really fucking important. And these are very like in-depth journal prompts. It's not just like, how are you feeling today? What emotions do you feel? It's like really going deep into your childhood. When did these beliefs start? And there's like a lot of journal prompts in there that you will get to work through over the months that you're in the membership. And then on top of all of that stuff, you also have a live Q&A with me once a month where everyone will come along. We'll all meet on Zoom and we chat about what's going on for everyone. Does anyone have any questions, anything they need advice on, anything they want help with, anything they just want to be like they want to vent about or just be seen and heard and supported and and validated and it's going to be a really beautiful space to just share vulnerably and I'm going to play actually a little segment of stories that I posted on my Instagram last night that kind of explains the importance of healing in group settings I'll I'll play that shortly so there are all the things that you get in the membership Um, And there's one more really exciting bonus on top of all that stuff. So you can choose a six month or a 10 month membership. And the reason that I've made it six and 10 month is for many reasons. But one of the main reasons is, like I said, healing takes time. And by giving yourself six or 10 months, that's up for you to decide. You are committing to healing this insecurity and really getting on top of it learning how to manage it learning how to calm the fuck down this inner critic because you you can't do that in a few weeks and we also need time to integrate which is why we only have a couple of live calls a month so between those calls you have time to look at the the resource library you have time to listen to those reprogramming tracks and we're not like rushing things like we don't want to be rushing things and we we also have really busy lives as well, right? We have really, really busy lives and so we have to make sure that we are also taking that into consideration and not just being like, yep, let's just do like a month-long membership and like she'll be right. 
Um, that's probably not going to work if you have a full-time job, you have sport, you have, you go to the gym, you have social events. Like when is that actually going to fit into your schedule? Like you would literally have to be doing two or three hours of, of committed healing work a day. That is not doable for most people. And also that's going to be overwhelming anyway. So I know I went on a bit of a tangent there, but I just want to go back to the bonus. So the bonus that you get, which is really exciting, and you've all heard me talk about this before, is you will get access to all of the self-paced curriculum from Blood Magic, which is my online program. Now, this is valued at $2,000 on its own, and you are getting that completely free. You're only paying for the... Audi Sanctuary like membership itself you're not paying for this self-paced curriculum so you're getting that completely free now some of you who know about blood magic um and know that it's about period blood and menstrual cycle might be like why are you giving us that in an Audi Sanctuary membership I'll explain to you why you cannot heal your relationship with your vulva with your genitals If you do not also heal your relationship with your cycle and your womb, we have to remember that this cycle, your menstrual cycle and your womb and your vagina, cervix, vulva, all connected. Your womb to your vulva is one giant channel. It's all connected. There's no gaps or I mean, everything in your body is technically connected. But if we're focusing on the reproductive system, like it is all connected. Okay, we need to remember that. And period shame and vulva shame honestly have a lot in common and go hand in hand. They've both been birthed from patriarchal conditioning. And it's really important, really important that we address both. So I'm going to go through the self-paced curriculum of blood magic really quickly just so that you have an idea of what you'll be getting. Okay, module one, blood hygiene, period sustainability, dance as a healing modality, and you'll also get self-soothing tools and you'll connect with the entity of blood magic. So in this module, I teach you the foundations of dance as a healing modality. And dance is something that I love to use as an emotional release tool and also an emotional expression tool and just a t- like a healing tool in general and an expression, creative expressive tool. And there will be lots of dancing be had in the membership in the live calls as well. And then you have an audio in that module on self-soothing tools. Now, self-soothing tools are just an essential fucking skill as a human being but especially when you're healing insecurities and you are focusing on healing and quieting your inner critic and rewiring your brain you are going to need tools to regulate your nervous system on the reg module two is on period culture and this focuses on witch wounds the cultural influence on period beliefs and connecting with your ancestors. Again, all so fucking important for healing. Module three is all about face the shame. And this module is really important to do 
um, when you're in the sanctuary because because it's focusing on healing shame. So I provide you with tools and teach you how to do these things yourself. I teach you EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom tapping, which is super powerful. And you can literally do it for any insecurity, any pain you're feeling, any emotions you want to move through, any belief systems you want to shift. And then I also take you through a cord cutting meditation. It also focuses directly on womb healing and opening, activating and healing the throat to heal patriarchal wounds. This module is so important for healing your insecurity with your vulva. And then we move on to module, uh, sorry, yeah, module four, which is blood ritual and manifestation. So this is kind of a fun module that I just thought I'd throw in because, you know, you don't need to do it with menstrual blood. If that's not your thing, you totally don't need to. But there's heaps of really great um, manifestation tools and exercises that I teach you, like scripting and art and like there's just heaps of cool stuff in there that I thought would be fun for some of you who are into manifestation I feel like we should all be into manifestation if we you know want the lives that that we want to live we want to manifest whatever we want in our lives and then we have module five which is called blood slut and this is probably the most was definitely the most important module for you to do in the Audi sanctuary and I will tell you why This module has two really comprehensive long videos where I guide you through a really fun activity where we focus on connecting with your vulva and mirror gazing and getting a bit slutty, getting a bit sensual and it's honestly just really fun. So this entire module again can be done without menstrual blood. Um, And I feel very strongly that all womb holders should be working towards understanding their menstrual cycles on a deeper level anyway. But menstrual cycle awareness, menstrual blood connection and cyclical living are some of the core keys to unlocking your most successful, joyful and fulfilling life. Like, trust me, guys, like I have lived cyclically for years and I will never go back because it is an absolute game changer. And if you don't have a strong relationship with your womb, your cycle and your bleeding pussy, how can you expect to love your vulva fully? Like how can you expect to have a loving relationship with your vulva if you don't love it when it's bleeding? Like your entire reproductive system and sex organs including your vulva are all connected to your womb like I said before this is why womb healing is an essential component in healing your relationship with your vulva and if you aren't interested like I said in the menstrual blood the menstrual cycle content and you're solely focusing on overcoming vulva insecurity and disconnection I really do recommend at least completing this module but the other modules are kind of a fun bonus and will give you a lot of great tools as well. So that's a little bit about blood magic and why I've included it in the membership. And so you have, yeah, like I said, six or 10 months to work your way through that content. Um, so if you come for the six month membership, you will get 12 calls total. So that's two calls a month, one a Q&A and one a... Uh, group coaching call and in the group coaching call it will be different to the Q&A it will be me giving you little education 
nuggets of wisdom um, as well as like giving you some one-on-one coaching if that's needed but it's going to be really interactive really fun as well as deeply healing and also difficult at times because you know healing insecurities is hard let's not sugarcoat it now I'm gonna play you my Instagram story from yesterday because I feel like it explains really well why this membership is so important for folks who are healing involving insecurity Hey, just a reminder that the Addy Sanctuary membership is still open to join. You can literally join at any time. There is no, like, start date. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And whoever just joins, joins. And then we all get together, like, once a month for a Q&A, a live Q&A with me. So you can ask anything you want. Like, if you've got a dilemma, a question, you need some advice on something... And then also once a month, we have a live group coaching call. So that's where we go around and we'll just like share like what's going on for you, like what you need support on. And we have to remember that like therapy is great. One-on-one support is great. One-on-one coaching is great. But I actually had uh, uh, interviewed someone on Blood Slut today and we were talking about the importance of like healing in community and in a group setting and just how powerful and important that is and how so many of us don't do that I will also be in those group coaching calls giving you like education educational content educational sessions as well but they're not going to be like lectures they're going to be like interactive because I don't want you to just sit there and listen to me like blah 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 blah. this quote by Anne Voskamp and it goes Shame dies when stories are told in safe spaces. And that's exactly what happens in group coaching, like in the Audi Sanctuary, like in Blood Magic. We are getting together as a group, as a community, coming together initially as strangers and getting to know each other through our vulnerable shares and through our stories. And the Audi Sanctuary membership itself is a safe space. It's a container where we come together a couple of times a month to share deeply vulnerable things that we may not feel comfortable sharing with our loved ones or even our psychologists. As I've said before, a lot of psychologists are very awkward talking about sex. They just are. They're not sex therapists. Some psychologists... What sets like group sex coaching which is what the Audi Sanctuary membership is apart from like conventional one-on-one individual therapy is that you're being led and facilitated by me someone who has not only studied sexology so specializes in this particular area of coaching but also has personal lived experience healing Audi shame healing vulva insecurity It's very difficult to teach something like that and to hold space for someone who has been through something like this. You can say general statements like validate them, whatever, but it's very different when you come together and you have all experienced the same type of insecurity and you're all coming together and sharing how that makes you feel, sharing your emotions, expressing yourself with people who understand deeply thing I want to mention is money it is really hard for us I feel especially as women and womb holders and AFAB people to invest in our health 
Like, we'll buy ourselves food, we'll go out for some drinks, we'll go out for dinner, like, we'll buy bougie shit. But then when it comes to healing our relationship with our bodies, it can be really easy to avoid it and put it on the back burner and be like, oh, yeah, I'll address that in a few years when I have more time and more space. The thing is, like, we live, as we know, in a very capitalistic society. A lot of the time, we are busy up until we retire, depending on the lifestyle you choose. But typically, most of us are busy people. We have jobs, we have kids, we have things going on. So it's up to us to make time during those busy periods of our life to heal. Really easy to put things off, especially when it comes to your health, because it requires commitment. It requires motivation, it requires drive to heal an insecurity, to heal something within yourself. So that's why I've created this membership. It's affordable, it's accessible, and it's really easy to follow the framework that I've created for healing vulva insecurity. And I hold your hand and support you every step of the way. It took me years to do this by myself because I had no support. I didn't really talk to anyone about it. Um, it was something that I put on the back burner for a long time. I was like, I don't give a shit, like, whatever, I'm still having sex, like, it sucks, and, like, I don't like my body, and I don't feel confident, and I'm still, like, having sex with the lights off, and, like, you know, not feeling confident when, like, I sleep with a new person and someone looks at my pussy, but, like, I'll just put it on the back burner, but ultimately that really started affecting my sex life. Only is it going to be supportive and interactive and really healing. It's also going to be fun. You're going to make friends. You're going to make friends and you're going to meet people who have been through the exact same thing as you. Like, isn't that just the most healing thing? So if you have any questions or you're curious, you're intrigued, you can send me a DM or you can just click this link right here to learn more about the sanctuary. Time in the membership is to have you feeling really confident in your vulva so that you can have good quality sex, so that your sex life is booming, so that when you get naked in front of whoever you're fucking or in front of your friends, you're just like, look at my pussy bitch. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're so hot. Wow, they're so confident. You're just going to feel more confident in general, not just in sex, more confident in your relationships, more confident just in yourself. Because when we have an insecurity, it breeds more insecurity. We start picking at other parts of our body, other people's bodies. We judge other people's bodies. It's really important to, to focus on healing insecurities. And I want to preface that healing an insecurity does not mean that it's going to completely go away. Some insecurities are just, they're just always going to linger, right? But it's what changes is how we cope with them, how we manage the thoughts, the negative thoughts that we have around that specific insecurity. And that's what I teach you in the membership. I teach you skills. I teach you how to reframe negative, unhelpful beliefs. We actually program your subconscious mind so that when your conscious brain decides to have a negative thought, you can be like, mm no bitch. Okay, so there you have it. There's my Instagram story from yesterday. I just thought that, you know, if some of you didn't get to see that, it's really worthwhile listening to. So I hope you found some value in that. And I'm going to give you a little quick 
uh, life update in a second. But before I move on to that, I just wanted to let you know how you can actually join the membership. So as usual, there are links in the show notes. So you just scroll down under the episode and you'll see a bunch of information. There'll be a bunch of links there. There'll be one for the Audi Sanctuary. You can just click on that. Um, Currently, it's 66 Australian dollars a month. So you will pay that um, in monthly installments, whether you choose the six month or the 10 month membership duration. If you have any questions, you can send me a DM on TikTok or on Instagram at the blood slut. You can also DM me on Facebook. Now I have a Facebook group, uh, sorry, Facebook page called Gem Campbell Nutrition and Sexology. And of course, there is my Facebook group as well called Blood Slut Community that you can join and you can post questions in there. Um I also have an email community where I send out free educational emails every week on all things sex, periods, relationships, etc. So if you would like to sign up to that, just head to my website and there should be a little pop-up that comes up or you can just scroll to the bottom of any page on my website to subscribe. If you're considering investing in the membership, I do recommend joining my email community just so that you can stay in the loop and get more information on that. I will mention as well that I have created a school called School of Blood Slut and the Audi Sanctuary membership is a part of that school. It's a membership within that school. So when you go to my website, which is imawildgem.com, And then you see all the tabs, you click School of Blood Slut and then the Audi Sanctuary membership is under that. Or like I said, directly click the link in the show notes, but I'll give you the link now. It's imawildgem.com forward slash Audi dash sanctuary dash membership. I'm really excited to see you in there. You can join anytime. There's no style end date. She's going to keep going and going, hopefully for a few years. Yay. So excited to see you in there. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email to gem at imawildgem.com. I've created a free resource, which I highly recommend for folks who've experienced abortion, miscarriage, birth trauma or sexual trauma and for those who live with endometriosis, period pain, fibroid cysts, PCOS, PMS or premenstrual disorders. It's called the womb healing immersion and the focus of it is on womb healing. Now I'm just going to read you out some of the benefits benefits of womb healing for PMDD, PMS and PME. You'll feel more emotionally stable, have less emotional outbursts and have more self-compassion. You'll also gain clarity to make healthy decisions that will benefit your future and be able to identify toxic relationship patterns as well as assert your needs and desires in your relationships. Womb healing is also really important for abortion, birth, miscarriage and sexual trauma and some of the benefits for this are that you'll feel more at peace with yourself, you'll feel less emotionally bogged down and more energized, aligned and present in daily activities. You'll also be less likely to develop more health issues and pain later down the track due to unprocessed trauma. Womb healing also just generally benefits anyone with a womb or a cycle. So get around it. The link is in the show notes or head to imawildgem.com forward slash womb dash healing dash immersion. It's literally just a free 20 minute video for you to relax, tune in and watch. It guides you through a cocktail of visualization, meditation, and breath work. 
All right, I'm just going to give you a really, really brief life update. So I'm currently living in East Maitland, random, I know, with my partner Brody's parents um, because I've started TMS treatment um, for PTSD, OCD, etc., etc. And there's no clinics up in Coffs Harbour um, around that area. So I've had to move back down here for six weeks and I'm currently three weeks into my treatment. So I'm halfway through. Yay. I have like another three weeks left and then I go to weekly uh, maintenance doses of TMS. So currently I'm getting it like three to five days a week. So I go in like every weekday and they zap my brain and then I leave. Um, it takes like 10 minutes. It's so quick. Um, I've been feeling a bit fucked because generally you like get worse before you get better. So, um, it's been pretty hectic and I've been feeling pretty all over the place, pretty anxious, panicky, depressed, um, isolated, just more PTSD flashbacks, etc. It's been a bit cooked. Um, but you know, what can you do? Um, it can also potentially help migraine. Haven't had any you know, impact on that yet. Um, usually around day 20 of treatment, it starts to like 20 treatments in, it starts to become effective. If anyone listening has had TMS before, send me a message. Like I want to hear your experience, your thoughts, like, has it been effective? I want to know. Um, TMS stands for transcranial magnetic stimulation. And it's basically just like electromagnetic pulses, like into both the right and left side of your brain, depending on what mental illness you have. Um, so yeah, it can also help with ADHD as well, because it can, um, uh, improve executive dysfunction. So that's really cool. Um, that would be really fabulous if it helped me there, because as you all know, I do not take ADHD medication because it makes me manic as fuck and it makes me feel fried. So yeah, um, unmedicated ADHD bitch over here. Um, yeah, it's a struggle, not going to lie. Cause I also have autism. So yeah, it's, I mean, even without the autism, it would still be a struggle. Um, so yeah, I've moved down here. I'm definitely missing the beach because East Maitland's like at least like a 40 minute drive from the beach. So that kind of sucks ass because in Coffs Harbour, we were literally living like a 30 second walk from the fucking beach. So I really do miss that a lot. Um, and I'm really excited to go back up there. Hopefully, um, there's no clinics up there, so we're not sure what we're going to do yet. If we're just going to drive down here every week for my TMS, like literally drive up and back in a day or like, I don't know, stay like in the van overnight. Not really sure. Um, it's been a little bit stressful, um, for my partner being back here, obviously, you know, when you're an adult and you go back and you live with your family, like with your parents, it can be a bit triggering stuff can come up. Um, it's yeah, triggered a lot of like PTSD stuff for them. So it's honestly been quite hard being here. Um, but we've had some breakthroughs the last couple of days. So it's kind of getting better, getting easier. Um, you know, they've got like a couple of dogs. I love having dogs around. I find that really healing. So that's been really nice. I do miss my parents' dogs, like my family's dogs back in coughs though. Um, I really, really miss them. <laughs> I got so attached to them. I literally cried to my sister before I moved down here. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to live without these dogs now. Like, I'm so emotionally attached to them. Like, they are like my saviors. Like, I don't know how I survived without them before. Um, so I've just become like a massive like dog whore. Um, that sounded really weird, but just like I love dogs. Like, I just love them. I think I love them more than cats now. 
I grew up with cats. I didn't grow up with dogs. And so for me to say that, um, yeah, it's quite big. I'm trying to think what else. Hmm. Well, migraine has been pretty rampant. Um, but like I said earlier, I found a really great migraine physio. I've been getting some vestibular treatment um, from a vestibular physio that I've just started treatment with. Um, I'm also getting my reflux investigated because it's been hella fucked. So I'm seeing a gastroenterologist, might need to get a colonoscopy, which is like fucking camera up my asshole. So yeah, I don't know if I'm too keen for that. Um, what else is happening? I'm just giving you updates on all my health because that is honestly consumed so much of my life as a disabled person. I put my DSP application in last year for the disability support pension. So slay pussy queen. We shall see if I get that. Hopefully I do. Um, I also got a massive payment from victim services last year, which was really slay. Um, not slay that I got raped, but, um, slay that I got 10 grand for it kind of not really probably deserve like two million dollars for what I went through but um yeah so if you are you know a survivor of sexual assault domestic violence any sort of crime um you can go to the victim services website and apply for recognition payment and free counseling um if you have any questions about that also just send me an email or dm me because um it can it is a little bit confusing um and there's it kind of seems more complicated than it is I'll just put it that way so just message me and I can yeah help you with that um so yeah I got like 10 grand last year but (laughs) I wanted to put pretty much all of it in my savings um but I literally had to use it all for like specialist appointments and CBD oil and Chinese herbs and you know because I can't take medication I have a lot of bad side effects and reactions to pharmaceuticals so I have to you know get like herbs and stuff and it's just so much more expensive like Chinese herbs the ones I get from my acupuncturist for migraine they really help my nausea and stuff but they literally last me like maybe like three weeks and it costs like $75 as opposed to a box of migraine pills um like medication that would probably cost with my pension card probably like six dollars and would probably last me like three or four months um yeah there's a big big difference there which has honestly like zapped a lot of my money and it kind of sucks um but at the same time I'm kind of wouldn't want to be on migraine pharmaceuticals anyway because you can get really bad migraine, a uh, rebound migraine, rebound headache when you come off them. And I just had really bad reactions. I've tried so many different migraine medications and every single one of them, I had such bad side effects. I was in so much pain. Like I got the worst like fucking stomach pain and shit. Um, there's a few that I haven't tried, but again, like I don't really like want to put up with like having to stay on a medication for a long time and then having to put up with the, the rebound, like when I come off it, like that just sounds like hell, fuck that. Um, so yeah, I also don't want to suppress like my symptoms. Like I feel like for me, like I know for me, migraine is really emotional and psychological. And so I feel like it's important for me to like feel through it and I know that might sound kind of fucked and I'm not saying that I'm like avoiding treatment because I do get a lot of treatment for it like acupuncture, Botox, etc. But like I like feeling 
with me for migraine. I'm fucking... Hold on. Sorry, my brain's starting to, like, break. Um, (sighs) Fuck me. Autism. My psychologist and I have done a lot of EMDR around migraine and chronic pain and stuff. So I want to keep focusing on that. And if it's com- I'm completely numbed out and not feeling it, it's going to be kind of tricky to like unpack the root cause of it. Because I know for some people, the root cause isn't psychological or emotional. And for me, that's not the full root cause. Like I did have a concussion injury that I'm starting to accept is probably the reason why I first developed migraine in the first place but I do believe the reason it got worse and worse was and is because of psychological trauma so yeah anyway um that's a vibe also still got my fibromyalgia so I'm in pain a lot my actually my pain's been fucked so yeah I'm really gonna try and um monetize this podcast because I really need some fucking income um to pay for all these fucking medical bills and shit so yeah like subscribe fucking save the episode fucking you know share it around share it to your friends share it with your community share it with someone who needs to hear it um also like uh rating and reviewing uh really helps as well um on whatever you know platform you listen to spotify give it a five star rating that would be really awesome because some asshole gave me a one star rating and it fucked up my whole rating and I think I know who it was because they have it out for me so fuck them so if you can all jump on Spotify and do that that would be epic and then Apple Podcasts you can leave a review and a rating and then uh, I don't know about the other platforms and obviously when I you know put everything on YouTube I'll let you all know um so I guess that's a bit of an update um besides that like me and Brody are going good um, we'll probably do an episode, a few episodes together this year. I'm trying to get back out there dating again as well because as you all know, or if you don't know, I'm ethically non-monogamous. So yeah, I really want to fuck other people and date and just be naughty and kinky and slutty and find some play partners and who preferably aren't men. I think I'm just going to date like women and, and AFAB people this year because I'm like fully done with fucking men. Like unless they're like a trans man. I'm not fucking any cis men. I want to so bad, but like, I just fucking suck. Like, trigger warning for this, actually. But I might do a pod. Actually, I'm gonna do a separate podcast episode on that. Um, this guy I was into, we hung out, went on, I guess, a bit of a date, had a bit of a date day, whatever. And he just completely violated my boundaries and really fucking just threw me. I was like, it was like the final straw for me. Um, I'll do a, I'll do a podcast episode on that. Anyway, I'm rambling now, so love you all. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button or that um, follow button so that you do not miss an episode of the podcast. Okay, and follow me on socials and come join the Addy Sanctuary. I love you all. Bye.